It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Yeah. And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. So let's begin. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Golden 80s Podcast, episode two. What's up, Frankie? Hey, uh, just enjoying life. Life, yeah. I'm trying to anyway. <clears throat> I am going to have you get right into get that microphone. Get right in the mic. Yep. Okay. Don't be afraid of that bad boy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel weird having something in front of my face. It doesn't seem natural, does yeah. it? Yeah. I'm at my house. I have it off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of these days, we're going to get you hooked up with some really uh, fast internet, and uh, yeah. then we can uh, go back to the uh, Riverside recordings, but... But until then, it's good to have you in studio. Hey, I enjoy it. I like this. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really give you much of a chance to look around, did I? It's nah, kind of like it's, set. Let's go. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... there's there's a lot to there's a lot to take in in this studio. Yeah. So um, maybe after this episode, we'll take a minute and I'll walk you around. Oh, it, okay. It'll take like three, four seconds. You yeah. know, it won't take long. Yeah, I just I kind of like this better than doing the whole video thing. Yeah. It, the the doing doing zoom or riverside is it has its advantages yeah. but i mean i really like the face-to-face yeah. in the same room it feels better yeah and yeah. and you know you don't you you don't feel like you're cutting each other off or doing yeah. anything like that yeah. so i agree yeah. i agree so for the time being we're going to be recording in studio and That's awesome and doing it that way should yeah. be uh should be wonderful yeah absolutely <laughs> So here we are, Golden 80s, second episode. We hope you guys enjoyed the first one. Um, we're trying to really get a feel for how we're going to put all this together. We've been kind of feeling it out and, and lots of messages and, and stuff like that back and forth. Um, you know, uh, Frankie over here, this is kind of his first podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're still we're still uh, popping his cherry on this whole thing. So. <laughs> What would you call it back in the eighties? Um, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know either. What would be the? I don't know. Totally. I, I, We're getting in there. That's I, all that uh, matters. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the eighties was a long time ago. It was a. It was a. It was a couple decades ago. You know. Yeah, back there. What do we got? About forty years. Yeah, something like that. Oh yeah. my. It's, man. Yeah, think about that one a minute. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but we're excited to be doing this. Uh, we've got a, a long list of things that we, want, we are interested in talking about. And, you know, today's no different. We're super excited to be talking about this individual. And uh, we're going to get there in just a little bit. Yeah. But I think old Frankie Vegas here has got a question. Oh, a question Isn't of the it, it's an, it, <laughs> Eighties <laughs> edition. <laughs> Did you hear that, Colton? <laughs> it's the question of the pod, the eighties edition. We're not we're not gonna talk about if your celebrity crush was your cousin <laughs> or something like that, you know. Dude, that was the <laughs> best one ever. <laughs> 
I love that one. I mean, it got so much response on the uh, chat, and <laughs> and then uh, Team Teos um, uh, did basically a whole chiller filler <laughs> episode on it, and yeah, I think they called it the cousin conundrum. So I mean, it was <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, the, so it, insane, crazy, but yeah. uh, I enjoyed that question so mm-hmm. all right do we have a you have a way you're going to intro this just going to call it question of the of the pod the 80s edition yeah right. yeah that sounds good to me we, right. can, we can always change it later yeah i mean if we don't like it i'm going to write that down so i don't oh, forget, okay. don't forget. <laughs> all right um okay here's my question if you could go back to the 80s and relive a moment in time to either just to relive it again or to change it. Oh. And by changing it doesn't mean anything in your life is going to change. Like, you'll still be with the rocker chick and right on. have your kids. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. What would that What would that change be? Yeah, or change uh, or, or, or just relive. A, a relive event. Um, honestly, yeah, this is going to sound weird. I would actually go back and relive the pilot episode of Miami Vice. Oh, okay. And the reason is is that uh, I knew the show was coming out, and I knew I was very interested in it. For me, I went from uh, I went from um, the Dukes of Haz. Well, no, it's Darsky and Hutch. Watching that was my show. I had okay. to watch every week to the Dukes of Hazard, and then from the Dukes of Hazard. To I believe it was Knight Rider. I believe I'd have to really go back and I I think at one point I knew exactly, but and then it was Miami Vice. Well, I knew Miami Vice was coming on. I'd seen the trailers for it. Uh, you know the little back then. You know mm-hmm. you're sitting there watching TV and they're like coming. <laughs> you know uh, this fall. Sonny Crockett <laughs> is a <laughs> undercover. And I'm like, I've got to watch this show. <laughs> so I had actually had uh, on my VCR because we had a VHS VCR. And it was one of those. It was mm. like one of the original ones that still had the cable on the remote. Oh, yeah. You know, you can only go about 20 feet from the actual thing. But uh, I had it set up to record that night because we were going on vacation and we were stopping in Illinois uh, that night to visit some of my grandparents' uh, friends. And I remember being there and I'm like, man, I hope this thing's recording. I hope this thing's recording. And Mary says, well, there's a TV in the, in the, in the back room. If you want to go see if it's on, cause they were out in the kitchen <laughs> visiting, like, you know how the old days, it wasn't like zooms and phone calls. It was, you know, when you got together, they spent, hours visiting no facebook none of that oh, yeah. shit to keep sitting up sitting around the kitchen table uh-huh and so i remember going back to that room and and laying on the little couch they had there and watching the pilot episode of Miami Vice and damn it was so <laughs> cool you know guns and drugs and fast cars and that's one of the that that black spider convertible was the best fucking car ever in my mind. I can honestly say I have never seen one episode of Miami Vice. What? What? Now, my wife, on the other hand, she had posters of Don Johnson on her wall. You know, me, I... 
All right. Well, let's revert to question. If you could go back and relive or change anything from the 80s, what would you change? Oh, boy. I got a couple things, actually, that I would do. <laughs> One, I would go back when I first met my high school girlfriend and told her to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, now we know. And later we're going to name drop it in this episode without you even knowing. <laughs> no, she's, she, I shouldn't talk that. She has unfortunately passed away. So, oh, right on. So, you know, I'll do respect. There we go. But they'll yeah. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if I could go, you know, seriously go back in time and like relive something, I would love to go back to my first ever concert, which was ACDC and LA Guns. Fort Wayne Coliseum? Fort Wayne Coliseum. Yep. 1988, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, it was the blow up your video, video tour. tour. Yeah. yeah. Damn, man. I didn't realize we were in the same building in the 80s because oh, I was man. at that show. Oh, were you at yes, that show? Yes, I was. Oh, yeah. That was a great show. Now, I, that I was, was my first big concert. You know, I'd been to little ones here and there. Right. Nothing like that major, you know. And so I would love to go back and redo that again because that was just such a, you know, you go to a concert and just. The setup of it. It's not like going to like your local bar and watching mm-hmm. the band. No offense. None taken. You know, <laughs> none of those guys, you know. But, you know, oops, sorry. Knock my microphone over. You're all good. Um, yeah, I did. There's just something about that, you know. And then the first time doing it, you know, it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> I won't disagree with you. I, mean, I didn't really, I didn't really think of the concert thing. I was thinking more, you know, personal, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of, I was there with my buddy, Eric Wagner. Okay. Uh, I know Eric. Yeah. That was our first concert together. Okay. Um, I had actually went and seen prior to uh, earlier, later, the, the year before in 87, late in the fall, when uh, I saw REO Speedwagon with um, the Georgia Satellites oh, Okay. up at the ACC in, in yeah, South Bend. South Bend, yeah. And I remember when ACDC was coming, and, and we were both super excited. And we we had a plan to take a group of us, but it would end up being just the two of us. And I've never in my and I'm let's see what what that was. I was still you know what fourteen, fifteen somewhere yeah. in there. And I remember L.A. Guns was great. I loved L.A. Guns. ACDC comes out. I remember the lights dropped. But every bong in the place fired up, oh, and there was yeah. just there was just towering, <laughs> oh, yeah. towering inferno flames of these things, and I was like, I might have I might have <laughs> taken a little bit of contact buzz back in that on that <laughs> night, and uh, it was uh, I might have fallen asleep, I might have <laughs> a little bit, but you know, it, it was it was a lot to take in for a fifteen year old kid. Let me tell you. So you were up in the seats. I were... was up in the very back. We set up in the very back seats, straight on the on the, at the show oh, and enjoyed. We it. were sitting by each other. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's a... we were more toward the corner, but you know we were still in the back. Right. We went out on the floor for a while, but my little ass, you know, I'm getting the hell beat out of me. Oh so. yeah. I said, I'm going back up to the seats. Yep. <laughs> I uh, I found that uh, after the Poison concert, and I almost died, which I'll have to tell you about sometime, that um, I didn't spend a lot more time on the floor. I, You know, back then, even, uh, what was it, $18, I think, for the ticket. 15 I paid you 15 You paid 15 Yeah. 
uh, I remember fly records. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, were we standing in line together too? <laughs> because have. that's where I bought mine. <laughs> <laughs> Go in there and they bring out their little stack of tickets. Uh huh. God, I miss tickets. Mm-hmm. I miss the physical ticket. Yeah, that's one of the things I miss the most. Is that physical ticket that I got a scrapbook full of them, you know, Cinderella, ACDC, Poison, you know, all of them. Yeah, I've seen all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the Long Cold Winter concert? Yes, I did. In Fort Wayne? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where they, where it snowed on the snow. Yeah, (laughs) come down on the baby grand. Uh Uh-huh, the white baby grand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, Yep, that that was a good show. Yeah, I did. Speaking of concerts, I did something pretty 80s. I bought tickets to see Brett Michaels. Oh, really? Yeah, down at Ruoff Music Center. Yeah, when are you you heading down there? Oh, shit. Uh, July something? Right on. July 30th, maybe? The Sunday concert. Yeah. Uh, Take Monday off? uh, I might. I think you should. (laughs) Trust me. Yeah, I just... Yeah, that's, that's, I, and I got tickets underneath the pavilion, so if it rains, I can go fuck all you. That, that's, that's right. <laughs> that is correct. Get, I've been under the pavilion. I've been a lot more on the on the lawn, but yeah. Uh, yeah, as we get older, we find that the seats are much nicer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have to stand the whole time. There you go. That's, if you get a chance, um, we got a lot of great bands coming into uh, the Hard Rock up here in Gary. Okay. I think Wasp is coming. Um, uh, Extreme is coming up there. That's the one that I keep kind of tinkering with, but uh, I'm about concert out. I mean, mm-hmm. we did the Blink one, uh, and we did a shit ton of them last year. Got to see Lita and got to see uh, Skid Row and Daughtry and all them. And so, yeah, I'm trying to, like, pump the brakes on all these concerts because they're just they're, – they're expensive. Yeah, they are. They are nowadays. Yeah, I mean, that $18 – is not uh, not happening anymore. No, it is not. <laughs> I did. I only paid twenty five dollars for the Brett Michael ticket. That's not bad. Yeah, they had um they had some special thing going, some like concert appreciation week or something. Nice. And that's why I got pavilion seat because they was only twenty five dollars. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> so who are you heading down there with? Uh, my son Josh. Oh, right on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Is he a, is he a Poison Brett Michaels fan or he is, he is not. The only person he really knows that's going to be there is Mark McGrath. Okay. So um Sugar Ray. Yeah, there you go. I boy, I drew a blank on that one really quick, didn't I? Yeah. Is he solo or is he with Sugar Ray? He's solo. Right on. And there's also Night Ranger, which they put on an awesome show. I don't know if you've seen them. I have missed the Night Ranger show. Um yeah. Me and Scotty T went to Brant's when they were playing down there for the pre-show. We yeah. actually rode rode down, and I'm we're standing there, and they're loading the gear on the on the on the stage, and I'm watching behind the stage behind the the Harley shop. You can see it; it's coming. Mm-hmm. It and it looks brutal. It is black, and mm-hmm. and you know we're an hour from home on motorcycles. And I'm like, oh, come on. I want to see Night Ranger. I want to see Night Ranger. I want to see Night Ranger. And then Bobby calls me and she says, it is bad and it is coming straight at you. So, yeah, me and Scotty T jumped on the, jumped on the bikes. And uh, we probably broke quite a few laws on the way home <laughs> bet, as we uh, flew up uh, 15 there doing 90 to 100 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what? 
we didn't beat it. Oh, we no. turned into Warsaw, uh, went around the high school, went back around, did the did the thing, turned on to Old 30, started to head that way, and it hit. And, oh. you know, when you're hammered down on your bike and it's still pushing you backwards, yeah, you know it's time to get yeah. off the bike. <laughs> so yeah. there's a little pavilion right there on the river, as a, you know, right there. And I was like, well, at least we'll stay dry. And I went to pull up there and realized that it's all flat. So we pulled the motorcycles right into the pavilion and uh, waited it out. See, we're sitting here talking about these things like in Warsaw and Wabash. I know, right? And everybody's <laughs> listening like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we do. We just sit around and talk about, mm-hmm. you know. No, but, yeah. yeah, Wabash Brands Harley-Davidson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a great store. Um it's one of the uh, I've been to I've been to every Harley Davidson store in the state of Indiana. Oh wow! Um, and it is probably the most customer uh, service, the best customer service I've, of any of these stores that I've been in. They're they're great down there. So if anybody's looking for a bike, looking for accessories, mm-hmm. come to Wabash, Indiana. Go to Brands Harley Davidson. Mm. Give it the old thumbs up. Uh, yeah, I've I've been there. I never got to go to one of their because they do all sorts of free shows. Yep. He's uh, good friends with the lead singer of Jackal. Oh yeah, they're like really super buddies. Yeah, yeah. they're super tight. So they're there like I think probably once a year. Mm-hmm. Jackal. Yep. I've never made it down there for a show, so one of these days I'm gonna have to get down. You there. need to, yeah, you definitely need to get down there. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. Um. And for me, um, it's really packed up in the front. I mean, I, I like to go across the street yeah. and, you know, park over there. You can see everything. You're not really in jammed into the crowd. We were there for um, a warrant show when we got into the middle of a fight. It wasn't our fight. <laughs> and uh, Montana got kicked back about, I don't know, 10, 15 feet and uh yeah that uh, caused a lot more problems in the later with anxiety of big crowds and stuff mm-hmm. like that she was pretty young when it happened so yeah did it become your fight after that no 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 mm-hmm. i was uh i was grabbing her and bobby and trying to get out of the way of the two chicks beating each other with uh i mean literally there was blood splattering oh, everywhere and goodness. it was like wow, wow. <laughs> and they're like two foot in front of me just pounding each other I'm like good god and i'm trying to grab her and i'm trying to get gunner and you know uh yeah it was uh, it was quite crazy. the event so yeah these biker parties uh they be careful in them i mean there are you know there's a lot of alcohol being consumed at these things and uh one small piece of temper and that was it all it took but Warrant was great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of, are we ready to get into what we're going to talk about today? Absolutely. All right. I have a little intro here, so let's give this thing a whirl. Are you ready? Absolutely. All right. Alfred Matthew Yankovic was born October 23rd, 1959. He is also best known, or he is, and is, I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> and is best known for creating comedy and parody songs, and most people know him as Weird Al. Al had his first comedy song aired on the Dr. Demento show in 1976 at the age of 16. Al has sold more than 12 million albums 
as of 2015 from the stuff that I found. I'm sure it's way more than that now. And has recorded more than 150 parodies and original song. He has earned five Grammy Awards, four gold records, and six platinum records. Uh, Al also has a list of acting credits, including his latest movie, Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which I have not watched yet because the research I did told me that there's only about 6% of of his actual story in that movie. Everything else is a parody and and it is a comedy. So, so yes, today we're talking about Weird Al Yankovic. Funny, we go from talking about hard rock music act to Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that Weird Al was a staple in the eighties. I oh. think that uh, his just even just to start off, and, and for me, the first song that I ever knew from Weird Al was "Eat It," which was a parody of "Beat It" yeah. from uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. So that's how I came to know him. Um, you know, there's many, many others. We let's back up and talk about his actual one. Was it the song? Um, it wasn't the song he sent to Doctor Demento radio show. Uh, Doctor Demento. The first one he sent to Doctor Demento was something about um, oh, it, something about his family's car. Well, <laughs> his first, the one that got him popular or noticed was um. I believe my Bologna, yes, which was off of the Knack, my, my Sharona. Sharona, right? Uh, uh, Belva, uh, Belvedere Cruising yeah, was the one he sent go. to Doctor Demento. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so many. Yeah, it's about his family's uh, Plymouth Belvedere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gave that to Doctor Demento while he was he was actually speaking at Weird Al's high school. Yes, and he gave him a cassette tape and kid that. What we listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cassette tapes, you know. If you had a pencil, you knew exactly what to do with it. Yes. You didn't you didn't know our uh you didn't know our our pain back in the day. Um actually, you know, uh, yeah, he gave him that one, but he'd also like sent him one before that and he had like writ- wrote him a note or something and sent it sent it back to him and said Something to the effect of, um, I like where you're going, but this is not good enough for the radio. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. I can't remember where I read that at. Uh, it was one of those, it was one of those, uh, I do believe, interviews that he did for like uh, Conan or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he said that, he, you know, when he was younger, he sent, he sent him stuff and he liked it, but it wasn't, it wasn't ready yet. So mm. he told him to keep on, keep on keeping on keep and keeping yeah. On. So, yeah, uh, as we get into later Weird Al stuff, you know, we talk about, uh, I guess, one of his biggest hits was White and Nerdy, which was uh, a parody of? Riding Dirty. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I don't think that's the name of the song, but that's just what I'm thinking. Riding Dirty, Riding Dirty. Uh, I know it came off of Straight Out of Linwood. White and Nerdy was a parody of Riding by Chamillionaire. How did that go? Was it riding dirty? Riding dirty, riding dirty. All right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't listen to Two Millionaire. I, <laughs> I don't either. I, I'm not a, really a rap guy, so. No. Um, not at all. 
So yeah, Weird Al goes on to make uh, Straight Out of Linwood, which is what White Nerdy was on, and then of course, uh, you know, he goes on to. Uh, I, uh, let's just talk about the things that I love, and that was Yoda, which was <laughs> a parody of Lola, um, and that was that was a great song, and then he done the saga be. Begins, which yeah. was uh, off of American Pie, yes. which is a parody to American Pie. Mm-hmm. That what it was a something of that Jedi guy. I'm trying to think <laughs> of it right off the top of my head, but drawing a blank. But um, pretty pretty great story song. It, you know, if anybody knows American Pie by Don McLean, you'll yeah. know that it's just really long. Yeah, it's, um, a, sto- it's basically a story. Basically, a story. Yeah. yeah. Well, the story of uh, when Ricky Valent, Valent, and then Buddy Holly, yeah, and Big when Bopper, pl- yeah, mm-hmm. when their plane went down. So interesting, interesting uh, idea to to uh, write a Star Wars song to that. But <laughs> it worked. Ed. It did work. It worked very well. Um, so yeah, for me, Weird Al has always been, you know, some of these great songs like oh, that, yeah. and and I I can't say that. I th- he's in my cassette deck all the time. Do you own Do you own Weird Al Weird Al CDs or I have um, I <laughs> I have straight out of Linwood. I do have. I don't think mm. I have. I don't think I owned any of it. I think for me back in the day, we would I would stay up late on Friday nights and watch Friday night videos. Okay, with my little tape recorder. And then when it started, I'd hit record and then tape it off the TV so go. I would have it because it was so much easier to do that than try to record it off of the radio, yeah. <laughs> which I did that too. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that was, that's how we pirated back in the, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the 80s. Absolutely. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Friday Night Videos was a show that came on late night on Friday for a poor kids that didn't have MTV at the time. So it's true. <laughs> Very, very, very true. Yeah, that was our. What, did we get an hour and a half, or was it just an hour? I think it's an hour and a half. I was thinking an hour and a half, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you you would sit there till one o'clock in the morning watching Friday night videos because it would uh-huh. come on after the news. Yeah, and the news wasn't until eleven o'clock. <laughs> but that's okay because I was up at six a.m. to watch cartoons, so there no worries. Absolutely. I had my cartoon. Cartoons covered. <laughs> Get that bowl of cereal. And... Oh man, it was always a big bowl of Cheerios and oh, sat down in go. front of the. I was on TV. I was a Fruity Pebbles guy. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I always dumped so much sugar on it that the bottom of the bowl had an inch of sugar in it. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm not a I'm not a like uh, a huge Weird Al fan. I mean, as far as like you know, I, he's got super fans. I'm not oh, a super yeah. fan of Weird yeah. Al, yeah. but I really do like Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was there was one album that uh, that I listened to quite a bit that was uh, had a lot of the polka stuff that he did on it. Mm-hmm. Just some of the original stuff, which was yeah. always a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. That's what we didn't talk about. We talked about these parody songs. Let's, you know, let's talk about uh, his childhood real quick and how he got started. Because I don't know, most people know anybody knows Weird Al knows that he is an accordion player. Yes. Um, which is funny because 
I don't know if he really thought he was going to get chicks with the accordion uh, when he was that young. It's like, you know, but there was a door to door salesman that came to the house and sold accordions and guitars, and he went for the accordion. Have you ever touched an accordion? I never have. I don't know that I have either because I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could play piano on one side, hold the holes down on the other side, and squeeze. Would that be the same concept of the bagpipes? I know you don't play piano with the bagpipe, but you got to squeeze and the holes and with the bagpipes you have that one that one tube that comes up that you blow you blow the bag up and then when you squeeze the bag it blows the air out through the through where you got your fingering so mm-hmm. it would be more like a uh, flute Okay. Or do you remember uh, the? Well, you didn't do it. I'm sure Josh did. I almost almost guarantee they had those recorders. They called them recorders. They were just oh, little yeah. flutes. Yeah, I played. had to do that in the fourth grade. Yeah, I, I never that. played one in in school. I never oh, had really? to. Yeah. yeah, we had to. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming that it's the, the kind of the same thing. It's okay. the, like a flute yeah, where you're yeah. holding down the hole to get the certain notes and. But yeah, you blow it up, and you got to keep blowing that bag up so you can keep pushing the damn notes out. <laughs> but yeah, so th- yeah, an accordion is the same thing. You're putting air into it mm-hmm. to get that out, um, but you're playing the piano while you're holding certain holes. I I do believe, and I, I could um, be wrong. I've never that, played accordion. That's your next task. You need to learn to play the accordion and record a song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that sounds like a bunch of dead cats out here, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And the neighbors would be knocking on the door. Are you okay in there? <laughs> Just playing the accordion, boys. <laughs> They'd love me for it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so uh, something else that if you do watch Weird, um, his family was very, very, very supportive of of, of the, accordion and, and the accordion and his musical, uh, you know, ambitions. Whereas in the movie, you know, I guess it's portrayed that they, they couldn't uh, they couldn't stand that that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> that's my understanding from what I've read. So, well, see, the way I understood it is he wanted to play guitar, and the accordion salesman came, and that's what his family or his parents went with. Really, was the accordion? That's the way I understood it. Well, I mean, but, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know. I'm gonna Wikipedia. have to. I'm gonna have to go back and look that up now. Yeah. Uh, in his uh, in his college days, he did uh, he did work for um, KCPR, the university radio station, um, where he called himself Weird Al because a lot of the kids growing up used to call him that because he you know he played the accordion. He was a little bizarre and but yeah. So he's. I mean, from the get go. He was always into the into music and always all about it. Oh yeah. You know, and you got to give the guy the guy. He's a musical genius, really. There's no. I mean, I don't think you can argue that. I mean, you know, and you got to think, you know, his musicians, you know, his band, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to learn to play all these songs. Oh yeah, that are yeah. huge note on the radio. for note. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so they're obviously very talented and good musicians, you know. Yep. Yeah, very much so. I mean, a drummer started out um, 
with with Al from the beginning, he was playing on the accordion case. Yes. Yeah, can you imagine can you imagine walking into a, into a coffee house or wherever they were at and there's this goofy looking son of a bitch up there playing the accordion singing my bologna while there's a guy sitting there beating on an accordion case. <laughs> that that's that's some pretty interesting shit right there. Oh now. yeah. I mean but you know, he was he was popular. People liked him. Oh man. He... You you said it. He he's an amazing musician. He's got the headspace for it. You know, he he just he's in that zone. He hears things that the rest of us don't hear. Mm. You know, I don't know that I would have My Bologna for me was always a little ridiculous. Listening and thinking about it, you know, it's like My Bologna, you know, come on. You could have done something a little bit better, but I mean, it was an extremely popular parody of it, and you know, I probably would have never came up with it on my, you know, not on my own, so to speak. So, you know, take it for that. But, and he wouldn't accept it anyway because he does not accept ideas from fans. Now, I, I, but see, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you there because I'm pretty sure that like a surgeon was actually from uh, Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby put that. Uh, oh, really? See, yeah. I I always heard that he would always tell <laughs> fans, "Don't be sending that's your a joke. ideas." It's a joke. Oh, okay. You, you've never watched How I Met Your Mother, have you? Well, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it after a minute. But uh, Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby. Suit up. <laughs> <laughs> that's Barney Stinson. That's Barney. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, it, I always thought it was funny because Weird Al was actually in that episode yeah. of How I Met Your Mother, yeah. being like, "He's my name's Ted Mosby, and I think you ought to do like a surgeon to Madonna's Like a Virgin." <laughs> and by the way, people, if if you watch the movie Weird, he he's actually never had a relationship with Madonna. I don't know. I think they've met once in their <laughs> entire lives, uh, but it's you know that funnier die twist on the Weird Al. Uh, story is where the Madonna deal came from. So <laughs> you got to love it. It's it's oh, pretty great. Yeah. yeah, now that we're done with this, I'm actually going to go back and watch the movie because I hear Daniel Ratcliffe did an amazing job as him. I just have a problem with Harry Potter being Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> you, know? you have to step out of that zone. You got to step away from the idea that that's Harry Potter. I mean... Ratcliffe's went on to do some uh, oh, yeah. some horror movies. Oh even, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He's done great. Yeah, <laughs> he's done some good stuff. But it's just hard, you know. Oh, so yeah, Weird Out. So many things to talk about. Uh, I love just talking about a couple other things that uh, I loved. I love that. He did a parody of Gangster's Paradise. Oh, that's my favorite one. That's your favorite? That's my favorite, Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise. And he did it with under the assumption that Coolio, the original artist of Gangster's Paradise, was okay with it, only to find out that he wasn't okay with it. And there was a big hubbub, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of tension and all that shit, mm. but only to make up. You know, after the fact, yeah. after Coolio actually heard it and, you know, and all that. And they actually became friends at some point. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was a really yeah. cool story. Here's my question. And maybe, <clears throat> you, you know, you being a musician and stuff, you probably know more than I would. But 
Because my understanding of the story was if the record studio or the record label gave him permission, but Coolio didn't. So who owns the right to the music to do that? Well, the, the studio actually does own the rights. So if any lawsuit would have came up, I think there was some sort of lawsuit. And I think it kind of got, you know, kind of faltered on the way because the studio did say, yeah, that's fine. But most studios will get the permission of the artist before they sign off on an, on something like that. Okay. If you uh, if dig into this, you'll know Al spends a lot of time actually calling the artists themselves before they yeah. before yeah. his record company and their record company talk. You know, uh, which was going to bring me to my next my next uh, story with Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Yeah. Where he calls up Kurt and he's like, "Hey, you know, I want to do this par, I want to do this parody of Smells Like Teen Spirit, where it's you know, I'm going to call it Smells Like Nirvana," and Kurt's like, "Yeah, sounds great." <laughs> 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 and you know, it, it turned out to be probably another one of his biggest hits. With yeah. the, uh, well, I think Kurt asked him what was the, what what's it about. He's like, "The fact that nobody can understand your lyrics," <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, oh, great, sir, it sounds great." So. <laughs> Uh, I just think that's interesting because oh, yeah. he did make those phone calls to those artists, but uh, I don't know where the record company and Coolio and how all that, you yeah. know, what stages that fell into. But I was under the assumption that he thought he had the go ahead. Yeah. They released it and Coolio was pissed and, you know, they kind of fumbled with a lawsuit that didn't really go anywhere, and then Coolio ends up actually hearing the song and says, "Well, fuck, that's pretty cool." Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, all right, fair <laughs> enough. But, yeah. um, I don't know what else. Uh, what else do you want to talk about, uh, Weird Al? I do got to say that. Have you ever? Have you seen the video to Amish Paradise? I have. Where it's got, you know, Carol Brady and the bloody Amish yes. woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Florence Henderson. <laughs> Yeah, she can turn my butter. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that um, you know it, that more of a that's more of what a '70s show. Does that sound about right? The Brady yeah, Bunch was Brady Bunch was uh, late '60s, early '70s. Right on. Yeah. Um, I don't know that uh, um, I was ever attracted to Mrs. Brady. That was never my. I, I don't no. think it was. Give me Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Good Marcia, lord. Marcia. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing is i watched the brady bunch for marcia oh, i didn't yeah. watch it for for uh mrs brady although i wonder if alice was really that good of a cook no okay there we go <laughs> but this isn't the 70 pod i know we gotta get out of the get out of the brady bunch um yeah the videos the videos he does is I've watched several of them here in the last couple of weeks and it, they're just, they're so great to go yeah. in. And once again, you go from, you go from even just the songs into what it takes and, and what vision you have to have to make these videos. And, you know, what a creative mind to come up with some of this stuff. But, oh yeah. Well, and some of them, he has went, you know, I think with, um, eat it fat, you know, uh, Smells like Nirvana were like basically shot scene for scene yeah. of the original videos, right? With a lot of the same actors, and you know, I just think 
that's awesome that he was able to incorporate what he was doing with what with they what did. They, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and add that little bit of that little bit of uh, his pizzazz into the actual pretty much the actual video. Did you ever know and I as we were as I was researching different stuff, did you ever notice that the in the actual Michael Jackson video the pool table didn't have any holes in it? I didn't. I never noticed that. It's not something you'll notice. I saw something the other day on it. I'm like, son of a bitch. There's no holes in that pool table. <laughs> I got to go back and watch that. I know. Uh, hey, listeners, go check out the mm-hmm. Beat It video and let me know if uh, if I'm a nut job or what. But uh, I'm pretty sure that's what they told me was there are no, there are zero uh, holes in that pool table. Uh, and you can email us at... The golden image 80s at gmail.com. <laughs> I mean, it must have had to have been a custom made pool table. Why would a pool table not have any holes? Uh, I, w- I don't know. I didn't read, I didn't read, like, really read up on why it didn't. I'm assuming in my own brain that um, they wanted it so that the balls kind of bounced around and they didn't lose them in the holes. So they ah. just made it without as part of the, as part of the, you know, the shot sequence. But, that makes sense. It's kind of like when you watch a McDonald's commercial and the steam's coming off the burger, but it's yeah. actually a chemical they put on it to give it that fucking steam look. So, yeah. <laughs> Way to ruin McDonald's, Jeremy. Hey, no, no. They done ruin it all by themselves. <laughs> true, true. Uh, I did see on a TikTok, though, if you go and order a Big Mac and tell them you want it with chicken instead, it's a special. It's a, what do they call that? A, a one oh, of a spe- secret menu. Yeah, a yeah secret yeah, menu, secret item. menu item. Yeah. So you can get a Big Mac with two patties of chicken in it. I, I'm going to try it one of these days, yeah, I yeah. swear. Just because I'm a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll probably get some little 15-year-old girl to look at you like you're an idiot. <laughs> then most of them look at me like that anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. The, McDonald's is uh, has a shortage of actual good customer service. No, give me a smile when you hand me that bag, lady. Come on, I know it's uh, you know I'm happy to get the food. You should be happy you made it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna get some emails. Yeah. The Golden Image Eighties at uh, Gmail dot com. Care of Jeremy Golden. <laughs> Ah, we're going to get all kinds of videos for Frankie Vegas or all kinds of emails for Frankie Vegas. There we go. <laughs> oh, by the way, people, that is his DJ name. That is his podcast name. You can call him Brandon. Yay. <laughs> and you can call Jeremy Golden J or the Emperor. Either or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just don't call me late. For, uh, oh, wait, that's old. <laughs> That's an old thing from the 80s. Yeah. No, anyway. Yeah, uh, anyway. yeah, so that's pretty much all I got on Weird Al. I mean, um, he's he's still going. He hasn't stopped. I mean, it, um, I have a bucket list item. I want to see a show at Red Rock Amphitheater in uh, Denver, Colorado. That is on my bucket list. That is, you know, or, or as my mom likes to call it, the wish list. And last year when we were looking at what was there, Weird Al was there. And I, the, my buddy, uh, Fat Billy Ray, um, 
I asked him, I was like, this could be the one. Let's go see Weird Al. And he's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to go all the way there to see Weird Al. <laughs> and I'm like, it, you know, it's going to be an amazing show. Oh, yeah. And it's at Red Rock. So do, do you know anything about Red Rock? I know about the one in Las Vegas. That is, uh, okay, tell me about the one in Vegas real quick. Uh, the It's that, it's, where the uh, Red Rock, um... if you're watching on YouTube right now, you'll notice <laughs> Red Rock. It, there, it's a. I I don't want to call it like a canyon, but it's just like a bunch of rock. You know, it's a mountainous area. They yeah, call it Red Rock, it's, it's scenic, and the casino's it's, right there. It, you there know, called yeah. Red Rock Casino. Um, I do believe that uh, on Golden Image, uh, the Golden Odyssey series, Chris uh, from the Brema Public Library, that's he was actually worked out there in okay. the Red Rock Sanctuary, you know, hiking oh, thing okay. or whatever okay. out there. So if you get a chance, go back and listen to Chris Chris, Chris Scanling's uh, Golden Odyssey. Uh, and he talks about uh, the first couple of years that he lived out there and uh, and worked out there. So yeah, I would do that on the way home. There you go. Uh, it's a good one. It's only about an hour long, people. We <laughs> All right. Well, we suggest that you go listen to some Weird Al tonight. Just throw some on right now. You know you want to listen to Amish Paradise right now. Oh, it yes. is bouncing around your head because you heard it like a half a dozen times a few years ago, and now you're like, huh, I should watch that on YouTube right now. Right now. Yeah. As soon as this podcast's over, you should flip over and watch that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Along with some of the other great ones, go watch. Go watch. Eat it. That's what was yeah. a great video. Once again, that you know Friday night videos. That's where there I was watching. Eat go. it. Yeah, you know, between you know, you get a little Michael, you get a little Prince, you get a little Weird Al. Life was grand. You know, and also listen to some of his original stuff. Uh, the night Santa Claus went insane. That is a genius song. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> you know, it's a good one. It's a good one. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. I have not heard that one. The night that Santa Claus went insane. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I'm excited now. It's great. Yeah, I mean, his original stuff, it it is good. I mean, now some of his polka stuff that he does, eh, I can do with or without it. But he's good at what he does with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, bud. Well, let's get All on right. out of here. All righty. Thank you for checking out the Golden 80s podcast uh, where we and just talk about anything 80s. It's, it's only about the 80s just because it's fun. We uh, are most of the time trying to remember back to all of our 80s content in our brain. So bear with us sometimes. It, it doesn't always flow out like it's supposed to. <laughs> but we're glad you're tuned in. Send us an email at the the golden image 80s at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know uh, if we something in the 80s that you are interested in us talking about, and we'll check into it. We have a Facebook. It is, uh, is it the Golden 80s? Yeah, the Golden 80s. There you go. Facebook.com slash the Golden 80s. 
And uh, we will be on YouTube, so if you listen to this mm-hmm. on any of your favorite streaming sites, you can go check out our lovely, adorable faces. Mm-hmm. You know you want to see them. Absolutely. <laughs> As I look right at the camera, fix the glasses, check the, <laughs> check the eyebrows, looking good. And if you like the golden 80s, you might like something else on the in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Empire. We got it all. We've got the Call Guys. We've got Golden Image Podcast. We've got the United States of Paranormal. We got the Indiana Chiefs fans. We've got the Murd Nerds. And of course, a court of books and booze. Just a long list of podcasts coming from the Empire. And on Court the Books and Booths, if you're not into reading, that's fine. Check out Milk and Cookies. That's got Golden Jane's grandson. That kid (laughs) rocks the mic. He is a golden, and there's no question about it. Oh, man, he's doing an amazing job (laughs) on there. absolutely. Yeah. Just check that out. If nothing else. Yep. Check out the Milk and Cookies edition part of Court of Books and Booths. Uh, that is where they talk about children's books, uh, you know, Skywalker, Jessica and Amanda. And of course, it's been it's been Aspen, but they're 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 bringing in some other kids to mm-hmm. talk about some different books. So, okay. yeah, but Aspen's doing a great job on there, man. I'm loving listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> he sets up there like, you know, like he's been podcasting for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's eight years old. So go figure. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for checking out. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another edition of the Golden 80s. Hey, don't forget to check out GoldenMojoENT.com. Yeah. Because you can get your Golden 80s t-shirts on there. You know you want one. I want one. GoldenMojoENT.com. Look for the store tab and go buy some merch. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I'm, yeah, please. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next week. Later. See ya. Thank you.